0: My name is Matt and this is episode 44 of Giant Electric Penguin. This episode is the same number that my age is. Hooray! Happy Honda Days everybody. It's finally December and that means Christmas and a bunch of other holidays I don't care about. That's not true. I'm just funnin'. I mean, I don't get any gifts on those other holidays, so I mean, there's really not much of an incentive for me to care, (laughs) but honestly, I care. I do care. Everybody's December holiday is important, and trust me, off mic, I care very deeply. I'm usually all about promoting myself and my own endeavors on this podcast. My only endeavor being this podcast. But since it's the holiday season, I wanted to pay it forward. You know, like like Haley Joel Osment in that movie where Kevin Spacey's face is all burned up. By the way, Starbucks employees hate when you pay it forward. This is an article from Today... Today.com. It's from a while ago. It's from December 19th, 2022. But I thought it was pretty interesting. It says, uh, the headline is, Why so many Starbucks baristas hate pay-it-forward lines. And uh, here's the article. Apparently there's a vicious dogfight going on outside my window. Although the idea of paying it forward is ancient, the in-restaurant concept has been around for a significantly less time. Still, the trend of paying for a stranger's food in addition to one's own and starting a chain reaction of generosity has had legs in donut shops, diners, and most notably at coffee juggernaut Starbucks. A standout example of a Starbucks Pay It Forward event made headlines in 2014 when 378 people at a Starbucks drive through in St. Petersburg, Florida paid for the person behind them in line. In Florida, of all places, Floridians are horrible. We all know that. Come on. Even if you're from Florida and you heard me say that, that was no surprise. You know you're horrible. Since then almost I have friends of Florida and they're lovely people. Since then almost every year more of these including recent lines highlighted by the chain itself show that the trend is here to stay. But one may wonder how do Starbucks workers filling these orders feel about the pay it forward phenomenon? Well, according to the Starbucks subreddit where Starbucks partners share the trials and tribulations and sometimes triumphs of the job, lots of folks have strong feelings about them. Reddit posts from apparent baristas with titles like Pay It Forward But Worse and Stop Paying It Forward and Leave Tips Instead have littered the subreddit for years. Both workers and customers alike either love the lines or hate them, with seemingly more leaning on the negative side, at least online. Well, in 2021, a Facebook post from a person named Hannah Wilson, who claimed to be a former Starbucks barista, went viral for its candidness about the subject. I just want to, this is of course Hannah Wilson's words now, I just want to say publicly, as a former Starbucks barista of nearly seven years, since the current Starbucks employees can't say it, Wilson wrote in the PSA. Oh, it's a, it's a PSA now. Uh, she wrote, Pay it forward is extremely annoying and makes everything confusing. It makes it easy to hand out the wrong drinks and just sucks. Instead of paying for the people behind you who can probably afford their own stuff since they're in line intending to pay, tip the people making your drinks who have been understaffed for months. Amen. Anna Wilson. You know, I've been a part of one of these uh, pay it forward lines. There's so much pressure. I know it's hard on the workers. It's also, there's a lot of pressure on the customers as well. Uh, I was at a Bojangles and I was like the fifth person in this line. And the drive-thru worker was this young girl who thought the whole pay it forward line thing was so neat. I mean, she was beaming like a saint, like it was like sunlight was shining out of her face. She's like, she told me, she's like, I've never seen this sort of thing in person before. And her joy at what was happening in front of her, honestly, was very infectious. But <laughs> I could see the people in the car behind me, the people, plural. You know, the person ahead of me had to pay for what? A chicken biscuit and a large diet Coke. All right, but I was buying breakfast for a family of four uh, But the Bojangles employee She got me so wrapped up in the positive vibes you know, That I happily paid for the car behind me But I did it for that Bojangles employee don't, don't get me wrong, I did it for her She was so excited to be a part of, I don't know, fast food history I didn't want to be the customer who ruined her day Who wiped the smile off of her face same thing happened a couple of years later at a McDonald's. Drive-thru worker informed me that we were about 15 deep in a pay-it-forward parade. And I said, uh, <laughs> I said, oh, that's nice. Uh, so this has been paid for? And once that was confirmed, I drove off. <laughs> Moved on with my day. Sorry, but I'm not sorry. I hope this doesn't shatter your view of me, dear listener. I know a lot of you see me as some kind of hero that you look up to and aspire to be like. But uh, I'm not made of money, all right? I know I've got a big big popular podcast, but uh, I'm not rolling in the dough, as they say. Do they say that? Who rolls in the dough? Scrooge McDuck, he swims in the dough. All right, where was I? Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to promote something that I have nothing to do with, and that is an Instagram account called AI Nicki Minaj, and you can find this Instagram account, it's, it's the, the letters AI, then underscore Nicki Minaj, just like the singer, slash rapper, uh, underscore, that's what it is. <laughs> Full stop. AI underscore Nicki Minaj underscore. On my other podcast, Matt and Quinn, watch a thing. We used to promote out of the goodness of our hearts, mind you, not for any other reason, but we used to promote an Instagram page called Greatest Pizzas. And now they have 33,000 followers, over 33,000 followers. Actually, I looked at it right before recording. So I'm hoping to give AI Nicki Minaj a boost as well. Because right now they're sitting at 6,895 followers, and frankly, that's pretty sad. AI Nicki Minaj deserves at least the same amount of followers as Greatest Pizzas. Anyway, you can check out AI Nicki Minaj whenever you want, but I wanted to tell you why I like it so much. Uh, I discovered it via my Instagram Explore page. If you know if you don't know what that is, uh, you know, Instagram. Will uh, you know if you put the if you push the little uh, the little uh, magnifying glass like your little your little uh, Sherlock Holmes? Uh, what they'll do is Instagram will fill your Explore page with pictures they think you might like, based on other pages you visit and other pictures you've liked. I, I mean, I think that's what it is. I think it's a whole algorithm. My Explore page used to be almost exclusively food, mostly different varieties of nachos. Do you, you know there's like a there's a kind of nachos where they bring it out to your table in like a big metal can, and then they they bring it to your table and then the presentation is they'll lift that metal can and just the nachos come spilling out of this can. I think a lot of times they're called trash can nachos, and uh, it's pretty neat, but it's also kind of gross. <laughs> but I used to get you know lots of pictures of people being presented with trash can nachos at different restaurants. That was that was that was the bulk of what. My explorer page was, but now, like I said, I'm eating a little healthier, trying to live a lifestyle, you know, trying to keep my temple, my temple clean, as they say. So let me look at Instagram now and see, uh, see what my explorer page looks like. All right, let's see. All right, for some reason, and this isn't a new phenomenon. This has been happening over the last few months. I've been getting a lot of pictures of Garfield. <laughs> I think, I think I liked a weird. Garfield meme once and now Instagram is convinced I want nothing but Garfield in my feed so my feed right now looks it's mostly Garfield Simpsons memes and butts I'm not gonna lie it seems pretty accurate (laughs) I know what I look at anyway oddly enough the first thing I ever saw from AI Nicki Minaj was was Nicki Minaj as Marge Simpson And I'm gonna just come right out and say it. I did not dislike what I saw, all right? Look, we're not gonna dig super deep into what I'm interested in looking at online, okay? That isn't the point of this. This is my chance to promote something that I think deserves your time, your esteem, even. How can you, for instance, pass up a chance to see Nicki Minaj as Smurfette? I'm not talking about cosplay people. I'm talking about actual Smurfette. Only she has Nicki Minaj's face. As far as I know, only AI can give that to you. And I'm not really a fan of any of this AI stuff. I haven't seen anything that's really convinced me that AI is the future of entertainment. Well, I mean, I hadn't until I discovered AI Nicki Minaj. There are so many... Nicki Minaj variants to enjoy here you've got let's see you've got Nicki Minaj as Cleopatra Nicki Minaj as Harley Quinn what else let me scroll here Nicki Minaj as Wonder Woman uh what's this Nicki Minaj as Billy the puppet from the Saw movies all right I don't I don't I don't particularly like that one uh this one's pretty close to my heart Nicki Minaj as Chucky from Child's Play all right, we got Nicki Minaj as Elsa from Frozen. Nicki Minaj, not as Rosa Parks, but like as a fellow passenger on the bus with Rosa Parks. And it looks like she's encouraging Rosa Parks to take her rightful place at the at the front of the bus. Hmm. Is, is that how it happened? <laughs> I, I, I don't remember that being part of the story. Uh let's see. There's Nicki Minaj as Velma and as Daphne, and both great jobs. AI, Nicki Minaj, uh, Nicki Minaj has most of the characters from Alice in Wonderland, including, oddly enough, the Cheshire Cat, which uh, I, guys, I think I'm sexually attracted to the Cheshire Cat now, <laughs> oh boy, I, I don't, this segment may have been a huge mistake. One collection of pictures that kind of baffles me is this series where Nicki Minaj is depicted as Marilyn Monroe and she's hanging out with A.I. John F. Kennedy. So the the first picture is fine. It's it's A.I. Nicki Minaj and, and A.I. the president, President JFK, A.I. JFK, and they're sharing a little smooch. The next picture in this set is that famous photo of Marilyn Monroe where her dress is blown up all around her. Only it's Nicki Minaj, AI Nicki Minaj. Uh, but the last picture, all right, it's AI JFK and AI Nicki Minaj and they're like having a meal together. And this, this particular picture uh, really kind of exemplifies the things that I hate about AI artwork. AI Nicki Minaj as Marilyn Monroe looks fine. AI Nicki Minaj looks great in every photo that I've mentioned so far. Did I? I, I find Nicki Minaj physically attractive. Was that coming through <laughs> in this segment? Does everybody understand that? Okay. Ho- hopefully that. Hopefully that was clear. Uh, JFK he looks fine too. Uh, he kind of looks depressed in this picture. Like he's thinking, "Ira, I know sleeping with someone other than my wife is wrong, but having a meal with another woman somehow seems worse." Ira, <laughs> God. I don't do a JFK impression. I'm sorry. Uh, the problem with this picture is, is the food. Like, here here's the dinner spread. Let me d- describe this to you. And I'll, I'll put this picture up on our Instagram page. Uh, first of all, JFK looks like he's got a plate full of potato salad. All right? And he's using a knife and fork to eat it. That is some tough-ass potato salad if you're using a knife to saw through it. Now, let's see. There's also a plate of lemon slices because no meal is complete without a a plate of of sliced lemons. Uh, there's one huge broccoli floret, just a huge just a huge piece of broccoli. Uh, AI Nicki Minaj is uh, using a giant fork and a giant knife to carve uh, a plate of mashed potatoes. <laughs> The implement she's using, looked like you'd think, oh, she's here she goes, she's about to carve up a Thanksgiving turkey. Not sure you need a knife that large. Uh, you shouldn't need a knife at all. If you need a kn- knife for mashed potatoes or potato salad, you're not a good cook, you should really try something else. Uh, there's a dish full of mushrooms or dog food. I honestly cannot tell. And then my favorite dish, my favorite thing here on the table for this very special dinner, between two AI you know two major AI figures historical figures uh, it's a it's like a giant pickle all right and it's split down the middle like like a hot dog bun and then then there's a chili pepper inside of it I guess like 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 a hot dog to complete the whole kind of metaphor. So um, what kind of meal is this? <laughs> this is like the shittiest dinner. I could ever imagine. Look all that aside, check out AI Nicki Minaj on Instagram, all right? Give it a follow. It's a great, it's a great site. But before that, before you do that, follow our Instagram page. All right? Pay it forward for real, you jerks. You can find us at Giant Panky Podcast. And we have AI art. We do. We have we have artificial intelligence art. It was made by a friend of the show, Jordan Beale. So you can see some of that over there, alright? We've also got other things you'll like. Or maybe you won't. I don't know. And you won't know until you follow us. So do it. All right. We'll be right back. Is it okay to like Chainsaw Man? I can't really decide. My issue is this. I do like Chainsaw Man. But is that okay? I feel like I sound like one of those... Christian YouTubers or Instagrammers who say stuff like, Is it okay to listen to Taylor Swift if you're a Christian? Or, If you're a Christian, is it okay to be in the same room as an open beer? The answer to both of those questions is no, by the way. If you were wondering. Sorry. Look, I've only watched four episodes of Chainsaw Man. I'd never read anything about it. I'd only ever seen a picture of the titular Chainsaw Man online. I didn't know that it had an adorable puppy slash chainsaw hybrid in it, and his name is Pochita. No, I guess Pochita is technically a devil, not a dog, but who cares? I don't know all the all the lore yet. I just know this dude Denji. He's the chainsaw man. He can he can turn into a chainsaw man by yanking a pull cord that hangs out of his chest, and uh, as this man of chainsaws. He fights these creatures called devils, and they're they're different kinds of devils. Like, so far, the first four episodes, I've seen uh, a tomato devil, which that was something else. (laughs) A sea cucumber devil, a zombie devil. That one was disturbing. It uses all its human victims as sort of like puppets. It's gross. I didn't like that one. Uh, A bat devil, and then uh, the bat devil's girlfriend, the leech devil. And then there are these things called fiends. I don't know. It's weird and it's gory, and and I like it a lot. I really do. But This guy Denji, he's obsessed with that with touching, with touching boobs. Let me explain. He's never been with a with a woman ever in his life. He's never had a girlfriend, anything like that. All of his young life, he's lived in, in basically a tool shed with this chainsaw dog, and he's been paying off his deadbeat dad's debt to the yakuza. And the way he's been doing that, he's been, like, kind of freelance hunting these devils. I guess the Yakuza likes to buy dead devils or something. Again, I'm only four episodes in. I don't know what the, what the fuck's going on. I just know it's it's weird and kind of cool. He's also, uh, Denji also uh, sold one of his eyes and also, I think, a kidney and one of his uh, testicles. So he he's, uh, you know, he's not really the type of guy who gets out much or goes on a lot of dates. Or can even afford anything to eat other than like a loaf of bread. He and he and Puchita share a share a slice of bread at night for dinner. So what? Uh, so luckily, that doesn't last too long within the show because that'd be pretty sad. Uh, so his his life sort of turns around a bit. And he gets a job and a real place to live, and he three meals a day. He sort of decides, "Hey, I'm I'm kind of moving up in the world. Let me make some goals uh, for myself." And so far, his only goal is to touch a girl's boobs. Any girl, really. That said, I will say this. He does understand that, you know, someone needs consent before touching someone else's body. I mean, he didn't grow up in a barn. I told you, he he grew up in a tool shed. Anyway, his desire to uh, feel a woman up, it's played for laughs. But it's played for laughs like a little too much. (laughs) Like, it's the only, it's like the only joke on the show. Like, even during this epic blood-soaked fight with the with the aforementioned Bat-Devil and the Bat-Devil's girlfriend, Denji's just going on and on about feeling up a girl for the first time. All for laughs, again. But, I don't know, maybe grow up a little bit, Denji? And I understand this is probably his journey. Like, he'll learn there's more to life than women's breasts. I mean, honestly, there isn't much more to life, but... There's at least a little more. I'm kidding, of course. Come on. The show avoids most of the stuff that annoys me about anime, so that's good. But the boob obsession bit is starting to grate on me a little bit. Uh, I'm going to keep watching because the action is quite good, though. Who else, though, is watching this show? I bet it is a lot of children. But should children be watching this thing? After all, this is a Christian nation, I've been told. And this show is rife with devils! Some Christian parents hear the word devil and immediately freak out. Case in point, I drew a picture of this creature when I was in middle school and I labeled it the demon. And I stuck it in my desk drawer and I pretty much forgot about it. Me and some neighborhood kids... We would get together and and you know just play and create these weird scenarios like pretend we were in movies we we would create these little movies and pretend we were in them and we had created this thing there was this little, little patch of forest and the I guess the whole story was we were like this group of kids and there's a demon in the forest and we were gonna you know. I get you know form a little group like the goonies and go after this demon that was really it was a lot of fun I went home and I drew this picture of the demon I labeled it the demon whatever I guess it was supposed to be the movie poster but uh, so I, I guess my mom was cleaning my room one day and she and she finds this picture and she showed it to my dad and then and then next thing I know I'm home from school and they sit me down for a big talk and in my head I'm like oh here comes the sex talk I knew it was coming yeah, finally, here we go. It's the moment I've been waiting for. Hearing about, the, hearing about sex. Here we go. And instead, <laughs> this picture I drew is, is handed to me. And uh, I, I, I don't know who it was. Was it my mom or my dad? Do you know what demons are, Matthew? You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I think I sort of shrugged. And then, like, after we finished talking, I just, like, threw the picture away. It wasn't even that good, honestly. <laughs> I can't imagine... The, my parents the way they are now I can't I can't imagine them doing something like that but yeah at the time it's it's a thing Christian parents freak out about demons and devils I don't I don't get it it's all they're all dungeons and dragons monsters to me but I I said that before on the show so moving on so I visited commonsensemedia.org to find out what the temperature of the room was regarding chainsaw man a program I'm certain everyone, Has moved on from by this point. And I'm late to the party once again. I'm sure many of you anime fans out there are like Chainsaw Man. I watched that and moved on months ago to whatever the new one is. I don't even have a joke, really. (laughs) Because the only joke I would make would be based on an anime that came out years and years ago. And everybody's like, why is he making jokes about that one? We've all watched that one. Well, next thing you know, he's gonna he's gonna start talking about um, One Punch Man. We've all watched One Punch Man. Move on. Would be the natural progression from One Punch Man to Chainsaw Man. Who knows what kind of man is out there now? There's some crazy man, Squid Face Man. If that if there's no Squid Face Man, I'm gonna I want to make that one. All right. Let's check out CommonSenseMedia.org. I was real interested in what they had to say. Because, you know, they, you know, <laughs> 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 commonsensemedia.org, you know, I, I like to go there. It's not necessarily like I go there to find out if my daughter should be allowed to watch stuff, because I don't care what she watches. I go there to say, like, am I, am I is it safe for me? So, so according, to, according to the uh, Chainsaw Man Parents Guide, on on Common Sense Media, it's appropriate for children ages sixteen and up. All right. Well, let's see what it says. Uh, let's see what you. Oh, so this is fun. This is a lot or a little. Is this segment? And it says what you will and won't find in this TV show. The TV show, of course, being uh, Chainsaw Man. Can I can I describe the Chainsaw Man? If you haven't seen him, he he's a man. He wears a shirt and tie he has a job he gets a government job to kill these things called devils and I don't know where they're coming from they're coming from the same place those angels on Evangelion are coming from I don't know and uh, he's got he's got two two chainsaw blades sticking out of his out of his hands they come out of the end they come out like you know Wolverine has uh, those you know claws that come out this is chainsaws and then also his head turns into a chainsaw, <laughs> which is the best part. This guy's head is a chainsaw. It's, it's great. I mean, you see this picture of this chainsaw man. I don't know how you don't instantly watch the show. I don't know why I, I sat back so long and uh, didn't pursue this chainsaw man. Anyway, uh, a lot or a little, but you will and won't find in uh, Chainsaw Man. Educational value, not present. <laughs> I so far I'd agree. I, I don't find any educational value in Chainsaw Man. Okay, positive role models. They so they they have they'll have a rating, uh, one two three you know one to five circles I guess. So positive role models one one circle. Uh, police and public safety devil hunters are shown as brave and respected individuals who are willing to place themselves in danger and sacrifice their own lives to protect their families and communities. Well, that's pretty i mean what more do you want from a role model they're flawed these characters are definitely flawed but uh they're putting their lives on the line for the for the community at large who i mean these devils they're, they're running around they're running rampant through tokyo sucking everybody's blood that's what they do they eat they eat people and they and they drink their blood that's what these devils are up to and i don't know if you're standing in the way of blood drinking devils i think you're a pretty positive role model. I I I bump that up to three, to three circles personally. Violence and scariness. Well, that's five. That's five circles. Uh, there's lots of extremely graphic and gory depictions of violence and body horror. That's very true. One scene shows a character being stabbed to death before their body is cut up and thrown into a dumpster. That's in episode one. Spoiler alert. Another scene shows a character massacring many zombies by graphically dismembering them. Guess what, folks? That's in episode one. (laughs) Spoiler alert, part two. Decapitation, dismemberment, and disbowelment are frequently shown. Yep. I mean, it's a show with a guy made out of chainsaws. (laughs) Sex, romance, and nudity. Alright, here we go. Main character Denji is a teenager who's obsessed with sex. Throughout the show, it's referenced that Denji's primary motivating goal is to score with a girl. Major plot points revolve around Denji's desire to touch a girl's boobs or cop a feel. Lots of crass language and talk of sexual desires. Some partial nudity. One scene shows a woman's naked backside in a non-sexual context. That's true. I saw that episode as well. My favorite section of this is where you know, common sense media says, "Look, we had we said our part, all right, but we're we're, we can't tell you what to do. We're not the president. We're not Joe Biden. Uh, So (laughs) we're we're going to give you the the information. We're gonna we're going to give you the tools, and now you have to use those tools and decide as a parent: Am I going to let my kid watch this?" Or am I going to be a total douchebag and say, sorry, kids, you can't watch Chainsaw Man. And then your kid's like, but everybody at school watches Chainsaw Man. Next thing you I, I, next thing you know, you're not going to let me watch Skibbity Toilet. And uh, your parent's going to hold on, hold on real quick. A parent runs downstairs, looks up Skibbity Toilet, watches all that bullshit. And they go, okay, you're not watching Skibbity Toilet anymore. He goes, so, oh, what? there's nothing I can watch now. You, know, you used to like, is it cake? Oh, that was in sixth grade. I don't watch is it cake anymore. It's for nerds, whatever. <laughs> Common Sense Media says uh, here's the tools You son of a bitch You decide and uh, you'll probably make the wrong decision And then we can all judge you for letting your kids watch <laughs> pornography basically I'm kidding, it's not pornography Anyway, uh, so c- the the community There's a community of people who come to commonsensemedia.org And the parents have their say The parents come on and they say Well here are my thoughts And then, and then the kids come on and they, have a, they can have an opportunity to say, well, here's what I think. Look, I'm a kid. Why don't, you, why don't you get it straight? Instead of saying, like, I'm a parent. I know what's best for my kid. Why don't you let a kid tell you what's best uh, for them? Usually not a great idea. <laughs> Based on an average, I guess, of what the parents are saying, the parents here at commonsensemedia.org are saying that you should be at least 15 to watch Chainsaw Man, all right? Uh, uh, um, common Sense uh, suggests maybe you should have a driver's license <laughs> before you sit down to watch chainsaw man you know by the time you have a driver's license you could go somewhere and do something more fun than sit around by yourself and watch chainsaw man all right you can uh, go uh, you can go to applebees with your friends you can drive to a putt putt golf course with your friends you can uh, park with a girl you know and and uh, you know and like the church parking lot and make out with her all right here we go this is haruto Tagahashi, and Haruto believes this show is appropriate for children 12 and up. All right. And Haruto says, great show, kids decide. So the kids definitely like Haruto. Uh, but <laughs> this is my favorite part, though, of, of Haruto's uh, opinion. Uh, I am not a parent, but I do enjoy Chainsaw Man and recommend it for kids 12 and up. Because I don't think other parents know kids well. And when I was 12, I felt like I was fully matured. So I recommend 12+. plus. Please tell me otherwise. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Haruto. What a, what a great take. I'm not a parent, but I was 12 once. And when I was 12, I loved eviscerations and decapitations. And, uh, you know, watching uh, people talk about, you know, touching boobs. I loved it. So I'm going to say that most 12-year-olds are like me and can totally handle Chainsaw Man. I don't know if a lot of kids are like you, Haruto, but I don't know. All right, let's look here at this next adult, this parent. This is an actual parent now. Let's see what an actual parent says. Parent of a 15 and a 16-year-old. You know what they say? You need to be 17 plus before you start watching this. So they've clearly... They're 15 year old and they're 16 year old. Sorry, but you've got to you got to be 17. You got to be able to get into an R rated movie by yourself before you can watch Chainsaw Man. So here's what this person says: a good series for mature audiences. It is sus. Okay, already you're trying way too hard. Uh, but anyway, it is sus. Has some sex intentions, but it is good. I recommend it for mature audiences and disagree with the other rating, especially for further in the series where Denji grabs Power's melons. Spoiler alert, I didn't know she finally lets him touch her melons. They even start talking about sex, but it is a good series. All right. All right, here, well, and... Amdrew, which <laughs> is that a name? It could be. Uh, Amdrew uh, says it's it's okay for people 17 and up, but he he didn't tell us why. Or she, I don't know. Amdrew is not a name I know. Uh, Darren W is an adult. And Darren says, yeah, kids 16 and up can watch Chainsaw Man, but eh, I don't know about the rest of you kids. Uh, Let's read what Darren says. Not for children, and by children, (laughs) I mean 15 or younger. Thank you for clarifying that. All right. Uh, If you think anyone under 16 should be watching this, then there's something wrong with you. Whoa, Darren! Put the claws away. The show itself is okay. Unfortunately, it's CGI infested, but could be worse. the manga is way better. Should be classified as senen, not shonen. What the who fucking cares about that? Darren, you're a nerd. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, let's see, Liam P. Adult believes uh, that uh, he lo- he loves it. By the way, five stars. Liam thinks that uh, Chainsaw Man deserves five stars, but thinks you need to be eighteen. In order to watch it. So you need to be able to buy cigarettes. And you know after watching the first episode. I was like man. That was really intense. I could use a cigarette. So I get it. All right, uh, let's see. Someone named Mimi O. Who is the parent of an 8 year old. uh, (laughs) Says. Says the chair. Rates. A chainsaw man. Is appropriate for children ages 8 and up. Uh, Mimi, of course, uh, does not offer any commentary after that, but uh, Mimi is the parent of an eight-year-old and thinks the show is appropriate for Ina. Yeah, all right, you you let your kid watch it and you regret it, but you're like, I don't want anybody to know. <laughs> No, no, no! I let them watch Chainsaw Man on purpose. They didn't. They didn't sneak downstairs and watch it without my knowledge. And then I walked in on them during the last episode, and they were in the fetal position crying. And the, and then they have nightmares every night and can't sleep because because the 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 bat the bat demon sneaks into their room and and tries to bite their arm off. No, that's an app. No, my year old. No, my eight year olds totally mature. They can watch this show. Seems like a lot of these parents have their head on straight. It's good to see. Let's see what the kids have to say. This this is, these are the kids. And I'm assuming a lot of these kids who commented on this, who came on to Common Sense Media. I mean, it is the coolest website for kids to hang out at. I gotta assume most of these kids are kids who are coming on like their parents told them, no, you're not, you're not watching Chainsaw Man. Are you crazy? We went to Common Sense Media. We saw there's a character on there who likes to touch boobs. There's a male character on there obsessed with female boobs. That is unacceptable. And so these kids are like, mm, stupid parents fucking hate them. Let me get on Common Sense Media and let everybody know that I think uh, I should be allowed to watch it. So let's let's start with uh, Artsy Bean, who's a 13-year-old, and, and uh, you're going to be blown away by this. Artsy Bean says, uh, this show's appropriate for kids 13 plus. Intro is kickback, and I will. Okay? <laughs> If you can handle extreme gore, minor sexual stuff, and relatable MCS—don't know what that means—then this is a great anime. Intro is an absolute banger. On. Puchita is precious. I agree with those last two thoughts. The intro is an absolute banger, and Puchita is is precious. I can imagine having little stuffed Puchita to to snuggle with at night. Alright, Humby11 is a kid, and Humby believes that kids 12 and up should be allowed to watch Chainsaw Man. And Humby's uh, review underneath uh, is the letter W, and that's it. <laughs> well said, Humby. Alright, Ninja Lasagna, the best name on here so far. Ninja Lasagna is a teen, they're 15 years old. That's a, that sounds like a pretty cool 15-year-old who came up with the name Ninja Lasagna. They think the show... You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. They think the show is appropriate for children 15 and up. (laughs) Uh, A plus anime. AOT is better still. What's AOT? Let me look that up. I got to know. I'm not going to waste my time watching any more Chainsaw Man if AOT is better. AOT anime. Oh, Attack on Titan. I've, I've seen a lot of Attack on Titan. Uh, You wanted to get my hot take as a 44-year-old man who's seen quite a bit more of Attack on Titan than this. Uh, I like Chainsaw Man better. Sorry. Attack on Titan, I feel like, got so repetitive. I stopped watching it because I didn't really care anymore. All right, but I I do like Ninja Lasagna. It wrote some pretty good stuff here, though. The show is lit, but the gore, blood, and sus scenes make it only okay for 15 and up to watch. Because most kids these days aren't mature enough to take the scenes seriously. Like, if they saw the scenes with blood, they're going to be like, "Ew, so nasty. <laughs> and for the sus scenes, they're going to be like, ay, 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 sussy. Bye. <laughs> like, nah. 15 plus. Ninja Lasagna, you're my hero. <laughs> this is a kid doesn't give their name Doesn't come up with a cool name, just says kid. 12-year-old. It's appropriate for kids 12 and up. Of course it is. Great show. Look, it's a gory, bloody show about a 16-year-old who has weird dreams. Denji's 16? Good lord. But I don't think it's something that someone at the age of 12 or 13 can't handle. Monitor it. But it's not that bad so far. It also has a good message in achieving your dreams. Yeah, the dream is touching a girl's boobs, but okay. Uh yeah, if I if I never watched this, if there was a show like this when I was a kid and my my parents sat down with me, my dad like like for instance, I always tell my wife the story about how one morning my dad got up to watch Saturday morning cartoons with us. It was usually me and my sister would get up, you know, the classic, get our cereal bowl, sit down, watch our shows. We'd go back and forth with shows. Like I'd get. I'd get to watch something, then she would get to watch something, which always suck because she chose the that Garfield and the Friend show, which is so so bad. Yeah, I know. I know my Instagram uh, explorer page thinks I love Garfield, but I don't. I don't like Garfield. Anyway, and why is why is Chris Pratt doing the voice of Garfield? Every 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 character now has to be voiced by Chris Pratt. Whatever, who cares? Anyway, my dad got up one day and watched. Uh, he, watched the, uh, he watched Rude Dog and the Dweebs, which was a show. Rude Dog was like a clothing brand. And then they gave him a sh- his own show, and then he had, he had these sidekicks. They were called the Dweebs. It was a bunch of kind of dogs. I don't, there was nothing dweeby about them, but they weren't as cool as Rude Dog. Like, no one was as cool as Rude Dog and uh, i guess you know i guess the fact that he called them dweebs and maybe he called them like geeks and nerds and stuff i found out later you know my dad kind of like broke down the 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 saturday morning shows later and was like you know i don't like that rude dog and the dweebs he didn't he didn't like the way rude dog was always like putting down the dweebs and when i think about that now like at the time i was like so what dude rude dog's awesome fuck those dweebs <laughs> But, like, now when I think about it, I think that's so cute that my dad felt that way. He's like, he didn't make it, he didn't say you can't watch it. He was just like, you know, I don't really like Rude Dog. He's mean. He's a bully. And he's probably right. And then the one other thing I remember my dad sat down and was watching the real Ghostbusters with me. And it was uh, one of the episodes, I think it was the first episode ever with the with the Boogeyman character. And, you know, he, he has that, the Boogeyman character, you know, he lives in this weird world. He, like, travels from place to place going through closet doors and everything it was like monsters inc before monsters inc and i remember you know my dad i remember i said this on the podcast before my dad like almost every other night i screamed for him to come in my room and like check my closet you know or, or put these animals stuffed animals in my closet they're trying to kill me so he knew how i was freaked out by closets and uh I remember the commercial break, much like the ALF episode, where he asked the same thing. He's like, Matt, uh, you okay with all this? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine watching this. And that's actually a really pretty scary episode of the uh, the real Ghostbusters. But anyway, that was, uh, I-, I-, I can't imagine if my dad like came down and was like, all right, let's watch, let's see what the kids are watching. And that we put on Chainsaw Man. He would have turned it off after, I don't know, 30 seconds? This is uh, X Brady Games X. <laughs> Uh, This is a teen who's 15 years old, and they think this show should only be watched by people who are 15 and up. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot, and I mean a lot of gore, and some sexual themes. Not explicit nudity, though. There are also many uses of cursing, such as fuck, tits, shit, and ass. Tits is now a bad word? Okay. There is a scene where two characters are in bed together. And one of them asks if the other wants to do it. He respectfully declines. Denji's goal for a while is to fondle some boobs and eventually reaches that goal. Spoiler alert! I didn't know that! There are some other things that shouldn't matter compared to the other stuff. <laughs> okay, what? Oh, they don't say. All these things aside, this show is incredible and I highly recommend watching it. With your Christian father. He, I added that. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> all right, come on. Uh, this Greeny Bean is a teen. Greeny Bean, the teen, is thirteen years old, and Greeny Bean says uh, this show's for kids sixteen and up. I can't even watch this shit. I'd say sixteen plus overall, but since since I'm mature enough, this is Greeny Bean. I'm mature enough. I was able to watch it at twelve. All right. <laughs> Well, greeny bean, good for you. The real bingus says uh, says it's goretastic fun. I love Helsing. That's a an anime, isn't it? Which is pretty g- graphic and gross. This is a thirteen year old. This thirteen year old loves Helsing. And uh, here's here's I love Helsing's review. I'll like, <clears throat> I'll like my kids to watch younger. If mature. Huh? Gory hell with limbs, legs, organs, and eye flying around like every app. But in the end, there's nothing to call Saul for. All right, hang on. <laughs> this is not... You're not a 13-year-old. Come on. The four rating stars for the show is horseshit. Come on. All right. Hang on. Sometimes... It's mostly sexual stuff. In the end, like, there's nobody having sex. The most is kissing and beast-touching. Beast-touching! <laughs> there's, uh... There's bestiality in this show. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's no nudity at all. The story is godsend. And the messages are, Manga spoiler, death will happen daily. But it's your choice how many die. My God, someone reached out to this kid's parents or or the police department in their school district. Uh, God send story, good main cast, breathtaking devils and sad deaths. Edit, the manga is 14. Keep to the anime, 14. (laughs) Okay, what kid uses the word horseshit? Come on. Uh, Andrew Nagano says you should watch it with your parents and just, uh, you know, skip over the sus parts. Uh, let's see. Your Mom 1212. 12. <laughs> a teen of 14 years old says it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome, personally. It does have quite a lot of swearing in it and sexualized comments as well as gore and blood but it can be skipped can it i feel if you're skipping that stuff you're you're watching none of the show you're watching the parts of the show where it's like employees talking to their boss (laughs) that's like that's like 90 of my life so why do i watch a cartoon of people being called into their boss's office if it was anyone younger it would just be some 11 year old like ew 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 Or with the sexual comments in a scene, hey, oh, or whatever. Okay. Sussy shinbone. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. Sussy shinobi. Good show. Great character. Too much horny. All right, this is the end of the episode right here. I want to thank you all for stopping by, sitting a spell. I hope you'll join us next week and every week after that until the end of time, because I'll be here holding down the fort. The funny fort, as it were. (laughs) I'd love to have visitors to the funny fort, so you're always welcome. Bad news real quick. We ran out of funding for a project that I was calling the JCC I even announced it on social media. I was too hyped up, all right? I shouldn't have said anything. The JCC has been shuttered, I'm afraid, but I am proud to announce that we were able to secure funding for a new endeavor that we are calling the NCC. So that is very exciting. And I'll be talking about that more in 2024. Oh man, there is so much good stuff coming your way next year. The rest of this year, eh, not so much. But 2024 is going to be, dare I say it, lit. And I daren't. I take it back. Let's all forget I said lit. Oh, That's it. It's over. Get out of here, you scamps. My name's Matt. This was giant electric penguins. And thank you for listening to podcasts.